Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome everyone. This is Louise Crooks, the Key Security Coach on KTC Radio. Um, we have a very interesting show lined up for you today um, called Quality versus Quantity, a community that will buy from you. And um, I'm excited. You know, I think that uh, it's a very common mistake that a lot of soul-driven business owners make, which is um, thinking that building their email list to large proportions is the only thing that is important when it comes to email lists um, so that you can have success in your business. And um, our guest today, Dr. Rashna Jain, is going to really uh, shine a light on, on um, you know, what uh, attracting clients to us really is all about and, uh, um, and what we need to do and what we need to look at when it comes to building the email list and filling our programs and, and, and all of those things. So it's all about uh, quality versus quantity and um, she's going to have some great information for us. Before we dive into that and to introducing uh, um, Dr. Uh, Rashna Jain, I just want to uh, tell you a little bit about uh, Key Security Radio if you're listening to, for the first time. Um, and myself, so I'm Louise Crooks, your host on Key Security Radio, and I'm a small business coach for holistic practitioners and coaches and people in the field of healing and transformation. And I'm all about getting out, getting the word out about your business and helping you to become visible in the world so that you can help more people and be more prosperous in your own business. So it's all about attracting clients and doing it in the right way. And this uh, radio show was born based on my desire to help you grow from a, a personal, spiritual, and business growth point of view. Um, you probably know uh, pretty well by now that we bring not only um, ourselves in terms of business in, in, into the business environment, you know, into our businesses, but also we bring our whole selves, you know, the, the spiritual and the emotional aspects of ourselves too. So it's important for us to take care of all of those pieces so that when we do show up in the world and work with our clients that we are bringing everything to the table. So all the um, shows here on, on uh, Key to Clarity Radio are dedicated to your growth, uh, spiritually, mentally, physically, and, and, uh, and in business. And uh, you can uh, look at or listen to the recordings and the archives of uh, probably about 150 shows, I would say, by now, by fabulous guests, the likes of uh, Marsha Weeder, Addie Brown, Michael Port, Andrea J. Lee, uh, Michael Lozier, Mary Allen, just to name a few, and really get a sense of um, the wisdom that they share on different aspects of life and business. So I encourage you to do that. Some really great things in there. And um, I'd like to invite you to make sure that you get um, updates about the show by going to keystoclarity.com, keystoclarity.com. Um, that's keys and then two and then clarity.com. And on the right side of the page, you'll see I give a little gift away, which is a free report for the five critical mistakes soul-driven business owners make in the first few years of business and how to avoid them. I wrote that report based on my own experiences and really want to help you to avoid those potholes in the road as you start out in your business in the first few years of business. 
rather forewarned as forearmed and we really get to know what to focus on so that you can create success more quickly. So um, today um, I want to introduce to you um, Dr. Rashna Jain. Before I do that, so just a quick note, if you'd like to share on uh, Twitter, and I really encourage you to do that, you know, tell everyone about the show and what you're listening to. Use the, um, the hashtag KTC Radio and the URL um, to listen via the web is budurl.com forward slash quality network. That's budurl, B-U-D-U-R-L dot com forward slash quality network. And of course, it's headed up with the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. Okay, so um, again, want to just say hello, first of all, to Rashna. Hi, Rashna. Hi, Louise. It's great to have you on the show today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Great. Well, I just want everyone to know, Rashna and I are actually friends and colleagues. We belong to a, a mastermind group together and had the same mentor. And, and um, I'm just really excited that, you know, when I got to know Rashna and her expertise, I was like, uh, would you like to be a guest on my radio show? <laughs> because she had such fabulous information to share. I thought, gosh, I've got to get her on and and share her with you. So let me tell you a little bit about about Rashna. Um, Rashna Jain is a is the chief strategist at profitablepopularity.com. Sorry, I can't speak today. Profitablepopularity.com and she works with her clients to help them boost their visibility, yay, uh, build their networks and communities, and monetize them. Rashna has worked with some of the most well-known authors, speakers, and consultants in the world, and her strategies focus on assisting helping professionals to spread their message, build relationships to be both profitable and popular. She's been quoted in more than 500 major magazines and newspapers, including Fortune Small Business, Forbes, USA Today, and the Washington Post, the, the Chicago Tribune, and Entrepreneur Magazine. And she has also appeared on NBC's Today Show. Wow, Rashna, you're uh, really uh, um, rocking and rolling out there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm excited to um, have you on the show to talk about this topic, which I think is really important. Um, and it's a common mistake, you know, that... Uh, solopreneurs, you know, in helping um, businesses make, which is the idea that when you um, start to create that online part of your business that you, you're you really um, trying to build numbers rather than um, looking at uh, qualifying um, who is being attracted to your, your email list and into your community. So I'm really excited to, to, to talk about that with you. But I'd love to sh- ask you first, Rashna, how you came to be doing what it is that you do, and perhaps you'd like to just share a little bit more about what you do. Sure, absolutely. So what I do is I work with my clients to help them develop content marketing and traffic generation strategies so that they can build true fans and targeted traffic to their websites. 
So um, I've basically been working online since 1998, and obviously the Internet has changed uh, considerably since then. But one thing that hasn't changed is the need to build your community and to sell them your services and products. So what I've done is I've taken all of my knowledge uh, for the first time in one place, and I brought it all together under the uh, the site of profitable popularity. And I actually see this as the next evolution of social media. Because when social media first came out, there was a lot, or, you know, became more popular. There was so much focus on how do I use Facebook? How do I use Twitter? How do I use LinkedIn? And now I think people are starting to ask the question, well, I have all these friends. I have all these fans. I have all these followers. What is it I do with them? What do I do with them? And so I see profitable popularity as really being the answer to that question. So, you know, I'm bringing kind of all of the things I know about psychology, about marketing online. Um, I've been working online, like I said, for more than 10 years. I've filled both my psychology and coaching businesses purely from the Internet. Um, I have systems set up that help me, that help bring me qualified um, leads for my, uh, for as clients, um, you know, I get on average three to five inquiries a week for coaching. So I'm really wow. excited to, to kind of bring all of these strategies and be able to share them uh, with your listeners today. Yeah, that, that's so powerful, Rashna. And I think a lot of people are doing a lot of um, this, uh, you know, connecting on these different uh, networks. And, you know, not it's not being taken any further. So... I think it's a wonderful opportunity to um, to explore that with you, and also to know that you know your website is an opportunity to attract those clients without you having to be proactive and doing anything to have those leads coming in. You know, obviously there's the the setup piece that that needs to be taken care of, but once that's done, you know that um, you know those leads will start to come in, um, and that it can be done. And Absolutely. it's just great to hear your own experience. You know, yeah. in that. It absolutely can be done, and and, it, and exactly as you point out, Louise, really the the methods are once you set them up the first time, you know, and you let them run a little bit, then um, basically they can be maintained by your your VA or your assistant, and so you basically get the benefits of. 24-hour-a-day, seven days a week, 365 days a year marketing that you don't actually have to do, you know, a lot more to maintain after it's set up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's great. I mean, it's so exciting when you hear about it in that way, you know, that it's not this overwhelming thing. It's just, you know, doing the proper setup first and then, you know, um, managing it from there on and, and getting the, the benefits of what you've done. Um, I'd love to hear more about what you mean by profitable popularity, Russian. I'm sure that many of our, our listeners are thinking the same. You know, what what um, what is that? Absolutely. So when I talk about profitable popularity, what it really comes out of is, again, when people, you know, kind of begin promoting online, we we all feel very gratified um, to becoming to being more visible and to becoming popular. You know, we like to say, I have this many friends on on Facebook, I have this many followers uh-huh. on Twitter. But the reality is, is that you can have an incredibly large network, and many people do. They have very decent sized networks on these social media sites. But the problem is, is that that network is not buying from them. And so it's the idea of you know 
the the popularity piece is of course having people know about you like you want to connect with you and the profitability piece is really about having people buy from you now when i name my business i put profitable before popularity because really it's important to be profitable in, in your small business or in your business first um and if you can only have one you always want to go for profitability but i like to try to have my clients have both profit you know profitability and popularity Mm. So I, I'm curious then, uh, uh, Rashna, do, do you not need to have the following to create the profitability? You know, you do to some you do to some degree, but the thing is, is again, is again, I have worked with uh, with clients who have followers that are numbering in the in the hundreds of thousands. You know, mm. and the thing is, is that just given the sheer size of their network. They can't possibly be honestly connecting with everybody in the network. And given the amount of uh, use of sites like Twitter and Facebook, I mean, you and I both know, Louise, that, you know, you miss something on Twitter and it's gone in five minutes. I mean, you can't, yeah. you, you, unless you're <laughs> sitting in front of a your, lot of people. Exactly. And so, so if you're, unless you're sitting at your computer nonstop, you're not going to see updates from, you know, everybody in your network. And no. so, so it is a numbers game to some degree, but more important than that, it's really about the quality of followers. And what I would say is is it's really most important to try and move people off of the social media sites into your own business consistently. So yeah, get, getting I them agree. on your yeah, you know, getting them on your email list, you know, creating relationships with them, starting to network with them individually and just remember that it's really about you know building connections one at a time or or in small groups but all of those connections have the power to multiply and multiply your profitability so it sounds like by getting them over to your your website and getting them sign up to sign up on your email list gives you more control over the process of connecting with them it it absolutely does because the thing is is again if we look at social media and I, I I talk quite a bit about that because it's such a popular way for people to promote right now that if we look at social media you know there's no guarantee that if I post something in Facebook that enough people are going to see it before it falls off the page or because or, or until it becomes yeah. you know if it's no more a recent update yeah. and um, and really if you look at you know the people who interact with you it's really your core group that you've met in person most likely it's people that you've had you know some kind of more personal connection with online but you know i have something like a thousand friends on facebook and out of that group maybe 20 or 25 are interacting with me on a daily basis yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense um rushna i I just want to clarify for our listeners that you know we're talking about um you know, large groups of people that we're connecting with on places like Facebook or Twitter where the news feed moves so fast because of the number of, of people that you're connected to that it becomes very difficult to to create a connection with those people. So um, that that's just I just want to clarify that because if you have only 100 people that you're connected with at the moment, you won't see that. You won't um, be experiencing that yet. Um, and it's important to know so that uh you know you can take these these points into account when you're realizing you know when you when you want to really start creating the the results that you're looking for 
And and the other the other piece to remember too is that you know from a psychological perspective, from a human perspective, there is a lim there is a limit to how many intimate relationships we can maintain at any one time. So if you have a world that's populated with people in your physical life, you have maybe a spouse or a partner, you have children or, or you know and friends and you have your parents and your and your grandchildren and you have all these people, there's a construct actually um called Dunbar's number. And Dunbar's yeah. number su- yeah, suggests that we can only have or maintain about 150 stable social relationships at one time. Wow. Now there've been pe- there've been people who uh challenge that, but let's just say whatever the real number is, there is a limit to how many stable relationships we can maintain. And that includes online and offline. So if I have 75 people that I'm close with in my personal life, my offline life, I only have 75 slots, quote unquote, open for my online life. So for for the profitability part of it, it's really important that you, uh, you really leverage your online connections uh, in a way such that uh, you know all of your online networking is really creating some some benefits to your business. Yeah. Wow, that's a really interesting perspective, Rashna. Thanks. Yeah, it's um you know I just think it's worth it's really worth considering uh, because again people become so seduced by the popularity you know that that you know many times they don't worry about the profitability until it's too late. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and and it feels like you're then sort of um, running on the same spot. You know, you've done all this work, you've created all these connections, and nothing else is happening. And it it, it can feel very disappointing, very it, overwhelming. Absolutely. And, and the problem or the challenge with that also is that if you're spending hours and hours networking every day, you know, being on Twitter, being on Facebook, being on LinkedIn, and nothing's happening, you know, aside from the fact that you've spent that time and you're not getting a return on your investment, you know, we both know, Louise, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to put All things right. out onto the networks and nobody responds to you. Yeah. Yeah, or or that you're building relationships, but they're not actually um, the right relationships as well. You know, not, they're not the, the the ideal client that you're looking to work with. So, a lot of the um, connections that you're making, you know, um, might be wonderful ones, but are they actually are they actually turning into anything that um, viable for you? You know, with all that effort behind it. Exactly, and it and it really it really depends. You know, I'm not saying that the only reason to ever go on Facebook is just for your business, mm. but if but if you're planning to use Facebook for business, there should be a business benefit to doing so. Yeah, exactly. It's it's knowing what your intention is, and if I mean for all the people listening today, you know, um, if your intention is to build your business through a, a platform like Facebook, then. Uh, it's really, you know, once you have that in, that clear intention, it's in knowing what to do next, you know, what, as you uh, as you build it. So that makes a, you make a good point there, Rashna. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hmm. So, um, Rashna, what's the biggest mistake that you see people making um, in their marketing today when it comes to this this conversation? Yes, absolutely. So uh, we, I've touched on it in a minute, but let me a minute ago, but let me explain it more deeply. Mm. They they tend to focus on the size of their network rather yeah. than the profitability of their network. That mm-hmm. you ha- even if you have a large network, you have to remember that people are not just sitting around waiting to give you their money. 
They're not. Yeah. They're not saying, "Oh, look, there's something." You know, let me just give you it's all my money. No, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Well, maybe to you, Louise. I don't want to break it to any. You know, to anyone else. But you know, but we have. We have to remember that we have to still market to them. We still have to convince them. We still have to sell to them. Because, and so we have to take them through a process of building trust, um, demonstrating our expertise, and then moving them from, you know, kind of a bystander to a fan. And, and, building, and, and just because somebody follows you, it doesn't mean that they're a fan of yours. And so there's, right. a, there's a distinction there that we have to really look at, you know, how do we give value and how do we... Distinction. Yeah, and in such a particular way. Because I know that I'm a I'm a follower of certain people, but I'm not necessarily a fan. Correct, <laughs> correct. And 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 the thing is, is that you know you can't build your business on followers only. You need to build them on fans. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Awesome. So, um, do you have um, anything to share with us, uh, Rashna, around um, creating raving fans? Yes, I absolutely do. Um, I wanted to go over, if I could, Louise, I wanted to go over the seven keys of profitable popularity. Would that be okay? Okay, great. Yeah, definitely. It sounds great. Okay, perfect. And so I I want people to realize that these keys come out of a deep understanding of human psychology. Um, I'm a psychologist by training. I have a doctorate in clinical psychology. So I spent a lot of time looking at how people build influence, how they become uh, seen, how they're seen as credible, and how to build content and traffic strategies so that your message gets paid attention to and spread. So what you'll see is a progression from the inner to the outer in these steps. So the first key, the first key of profitable popularity, and, and Louise, I think that you'll really appreciate this one because it ties very nicely with what you said at the beginning. This, the first step is really about crafting yourself. It's it's your way of deliberately and consciously being your best self in the world. Yeah, I do love that. <laughs> and so and so it's really about bringing all of who you are to your marketing. And so remember that from a neuroscience perspective, in order to gain someone's attention, you need to both stand out, you need to be different enough from everybody else but you need to be similar enough as well that they have a they have an understanding of who you are and what you do mm-hmm. because the w- the way that we learn anything new is by first paying attention to it and then the way that our brains are set up they're set up to try and fit what we just learned into what we already know mm-hmm. so yeah so when we are looking to get attention we have to bring our best self and we have to do it in such a way that it's it's recognizable or understandable by other people. And so, so for example, if you bring who you are, and that is so dramatic and so jarring, your message is going to get lost because people are too busy processing the disconnect or the 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 being kind of thrust out of whatever they believed before. They're not paying attention to your message. So. Let me try to give a let me try to give a um a, a kind of a practical example. If you say that you're an image consultant, you know, yeah. you need to you need to look like you take your own advice. Right. If you're a fitness trainer, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. If you're I mean if you're a fitness trainer, you should be fit. Now, we're not talking about perfect. I mean, we're all works in progress. 
But you have to demonstrate a certain level of mastery. Otherwise, people have no reason to pay attention to you or believe in you. Does that make sense? It's that whole piece of credibility, isn't it? Yes, and congruence, really, right? What we're talking about is being congruent. If, if I'm, if I'm going to go to a meditation teacher and my meditation teacher looks more stressed out than I am, there's a disconnect there. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And, and so it, it really... It really speaks to the idea of, of really coming from your authentic self and, and building your reserves, like you talk about, uh, Louise, building your reserves, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, all those areas, so that you really can bring the best of yourself to your business and to your marketing. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it, uh, I find it fascinating what you're saying about, um, you know, whether you, how you show up as it, it can be jarring to your to your audience if you don't look at it from the point of view of, of what what it is that you're providing. And it really comes down to that whole um, premise of, of um, you know, who you're serving and what you're serving them and, and how it reflects who you are in the world mm-hmm. and how it's connecting to your audience. That's what I'm getting, Rasta. Ab- Would you step on track here? Yes, absolutely. That, that's exactly right because until if you can't even make the initial connection – nobody's going to be paying attention to what you have to say. Mm, yeah, that makes total sense. And so, Beautiful. And, yeah, and so, so the first step is crafting yourself. The, the second step of profitable popularity is really about developing your story. And this is the way that you share who you are and what you do with the world. Now, mm-hmm. now the psychological research shows that people are naturally attuned to pay attention to stories. And people instinctively prefer stories with a beginning, a middle, and an end. And the end is one that brings the story to the present time. Yet one of the mistakes I see is that most entrepreneurs don't take time to build their own story. They borrow instead. They borrow phrasing from others and uh, or from their main schools of training and never actually make it their own. Uh. So if I give, if I give you an example from the coaching world. Have you ever heard, uh, Louise, that so many coaches explain coaching by saying things like, I'm going to get you to a new level? Yes. Or, or I'm going to take my business to a, I'm going to take your business to a new right, level. Right. Right. Or yeah. I'm going to move I'm going to move you from point A to point B? Yes. <laughs> right? And so aside from being really vague and not really meaning anything, what is that supposed to convince the client of? I mean, why would the client select you when there's 500 other coaches saying, I can move you to the next level and I can move you from yeah. A to B to C, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, I, you know, I can help you live a joyous life. It's, right. it's just very uh, general um, statements that don't communicate, you know, um, the power of what, it, what they can actually create for themselves, even though that will be the result. Um, it's it's that specificity, isn't it, that we're talking about? It, it it absolutely is, and it's really this idea. Um, and I actually I wrote a blog post about this, but this idea that specificity equals responsivity. So the more specific we are, the more response we get. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm. We are so on the same page here, Rosna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you know, it, I just want everyone out there to know that this is a very common mistake that a lot of um, you know, soul-driven business owners and people, you know, in the field of healing and transformation, you know, people in serving professions make 
you know, at the beginning when they are just coming out of training and they they really are wanting to, you know, be of service and, um, you know, it's just this all-embracing, want-to-help-everyone feeling. And, um, you know, it, it's a very common experience to 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 be wanting to do that. But the reality is that, you know, when you launch your business, that this is something that you're really going to have to take a very close look at, you know, so that you really can serve more people. Um, that's the reality of it. Um, and being more specific in your focus and how you communicate is um, is really going to help to do that. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but um, wouldn't you say, Rashna, sometimes it does for those solopreneurs, but the reality is that it, it, it's going to serve them better. Absolutely it is. I mean, there's sort of a, a saying, which probably your listeners have heard, but if you market to everyone, you market to no one. Mm, oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and really, if you think about it in your own life, if we all think about it in our own lives, if I ha- if I'm having a problem with neck pain, I don't want to go to the doctor who treats all kinds of pain. I want to go to a neck pain specialist. And yeah. the person and the person who I go and choose to work with is going to talk with me and saying, you know, I only treat neck pain. I'm a neck pain specialist. I know how to treat it. This is what I do for people. I'm not going to just go to somebody who says, well, I can do neck pain. Oh, but I can also do back pain, and I can also do headaches. Oh, and I can also cure stomach aches too. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately... Great example, Rashna. Yeah, and unfortunately there's so many people who are so gifted and so talented, and they they can do all those things. They, they can do so many things. But the thing is is that you need to pick one thing to lead with, and that's how you yeah. bring clients into your business, and then you can start uncovering all of the additional treasures of all the other ways you can help them. Yeah, I think that's so important that you're sharing that as well, Rashna, because... I think people then get this feeling that they only have to focus on that one thing only. And the reality is that once a client is in, in your your um, uh, your little world of of um, working together, you can share all the other things that you can do with them, you know, as it's appropriate. Um, Absolutely. It doesn't mean that you have to shut shut down that part of, you know, your your training or or your your talents. Great. Right. Definitely not. Yeah. So what's next, Rashna? So the third key to profitable popularity is really about developing compelling content. Now, this concept has been offered in so many ways, but I want to talk about content in terms of what is the purpose of content. The way that I see the purpose of content, it's either to it's to build trust and or to make sales. So yep. if you if you start looking at your content development from the lens of trust and sales, you'll naturally start communicating in a more persuasive way. And what that means is it'll help you determine what you need to include in your blog, what you need to include on your sales page. Um, you, you really are looking, you know, to find the the words that will capture people's interest. You're looking to offer them examples and samples that will build their trust. And then you're really looking for a way to move them into purchasing something. So looking at trust sales and then looking at developing content that's meaningful and relevant, um, those are sort of the the pieces of key three. 
So I just want to clarify, um, Rashna, when you say content, you're talking about um, the information that we're sending out there, the emails and the and the writing and all of that kind of thing, the way that we communicate. Is that what, how, it, it, what you mean is. when you say content? Absolutely. It can be as as small as a, as short as a tweet, and it can be all the way up to a full-fledged product. But yes, the content that we create would be our our emails, our blogs, how we communicate on the social networks, speaking, writing, um, podcasts, all that all that content that we create. Awesome. Great. So, developing compelling content. Yes, big one. What's the next key? The next key is syndicating widely. And this is actually where people kind of fall down in the whole online promotion thing. In case you're not familiar with the term, um, syndication refers to sharing your content in multiple locations on the Internet. It's Syndication is the means by which your message spreads from your own blog or website across your social networks onto other social media sites and into the search engines. The challenge here is that most people don't syndicate widely enough. They write their blog post and maybe they have it fed to Twitter or Facebook or they mention it on Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, and they, they hope that somehow just getting it onto Twitter or Facebook that one time is actually going to you know, generate people coming to their, their business. But what I really work with my clients to do is to set up syndication networks where they publish to their blog and that message, that blog post, travels to 20, 30, or 50 other sites on the Internet through technology so that they can build more visibility and more reach. And so, you know, it's very difficult to do that without using technology, but the idea is is that you want to get multiple uses for every piece of content you create, and one of the best ways to do that is by syndicating it. Wow. Well, it just shows you what the potential is, because I know that I'm one of those where my reach is not far enough in that sense, um, and this is where I think we're really getting into the nitty-gritty of your, your um, technical expertise here um, and the potential of what can happen when you, uh, when you really have those um, pieces in place to help you spread the word. And I'm guessing then the whole, the whole um, reason of doing that is that once they then click on your article or your blog post or whatever in that, on that site, it's going to take them back to your website. That's, that's right. The way that I think of it is um, all of the individual pieces of content that go out onto the Internet, they create kind of rest stops or rest areas on the Internet superhighway. And what we want to do is we want to have all the rest stops leading to us. I like that concept. <laughs> and, so, and, and so, and so, yeah, and so syndication, you know, and on some of my sites, I have it set up where I write a blog post and it syndicates out to more than a hundred places, and I can wow. see, I can, and I can see where everybody's coming from, and I get a lot of traffic to my website, and and those people buy things from me. They buy my books, they sign up for my newsletter, they want to hire me to coach them. So, you know, so it definitely works. I, I've tested it for 10 years in my own business, and um, I just see that this is a place where people just don't do this enough. Yeah, wow. Fabulous. This is juicy. <laughs> <laughs> and, there's, and there's more. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sign me up, Rashna. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, because I think, I, think, I think the key thing really, uh, Louise, is that when you're very heart-centered, you don't want to deal a lot with a lot of Internet 
strategy or techie, a lot of internet techy stuff. <laughs> stuff, yeah, or internet yeah. tech, you know, technique. And yet, what I see again and again is by not paying attention to that, you're actually building your business in a much more difficult way. You're you're carrying yeah. the burden of. Um, you know, you're you're not using all of the the tools that you have to make it easier. Is is I guess yeah. how I say it. And it doesn't have to be hard. You know, if you just have certain techniques that you're using, and also the resources available to you, because I would see you as a as a resource as um, as part of my team that would have be a resource to me to set me up in a way that's going to make um, building my business much easier and much less hard work. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That makes so much sense. So, um, you know, in that in that sense, we are looking at a bit of a numbers game, though, aren't we, Rashna? Can you say a little bit about that? Absolutely. We are looking at we are looking at a numbers game. The reason, though, that it, it's different than just you know mass emailing people who aren't interested is that all of your content gets published onto relevant sites. So it gets relevancy. It gets published in yeah. places where people are looking for that information. So let's say, for example, Louise, if we were going to set up a system for you, we would we would target those places where uh, you know conscious driven business owners, uh, maybe new newer businesses, younger businesses. We would get your content out in front of them so that. Basically, they're choosing then to come and start a relationship with you. They click, but that's yeah. the beginning of a connection. And yeah. so it's it's really what you're doing, but we're multiplying it a certain number of times so that you're reaching people that haven't heard of you yet. Yeah, and I would imagine that it comes down to statistics and percentages as to, you know, the number of the the number of. Uh, Places people see you will equate to a certain number of um, clicks and uh, visits to your site. So it, it, it really it helps absolutely. to build those numbers. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. I mean, in fact, you know, I have built, as I mentioned, I've built one of my niche coaching businesses purely from the internet. I've done no networking for it. I've done nothing where I've met people wow. for it. And I get I get clients coming and wanting to work with me. Um, wow. You know, purely from just reading my blog and hearing my audio and watching a couple of videos and you know and and that that I wouldn't necessarily say is the only way to build a business because I think going right. only for technology you miss out on some human connections and some human networking yeah. and things like that but you know again I don't think that in your community I don't think people have to worry about being too tech heavy I think it's likely to go the other way where they're doing so much work to go and meet people and connect with them and they're kind of tired yeah. a lot yeah so. absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. And that's that's why I'm so excited that you're talking to us, Rashna, because I think you are the bridge between, you know, um, relating from the heart and the technical piece, you know, and helping us to really understand, you know, how to um, how to bridge that in a way that feels good. You know, I think okay. a lot of us, a lot of us um, heart, uh, you know, based uh, entrepreneurs are just. Um, a little freaked out by the whole technical piece, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, the the back end of our websites and things like that. It's just like, don't really want to know about that, you know. Right. So it's just, <laughs> I want someone like you who can really help me understand, talk my language and, um, you know, and provide what it is that I need in a way that's going to 
be, you know, spelt out for me. In a, you know, you're going to hold my hand basically and tell me what's going on along the way. Yes, so, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. right. And and it, you know, and it it definitely can work. You know, the other the other mm-hmm. piece of that, Louise, that we should touch on is that sometimes people get overwhelmed with the thought of becoming yeah. that that visible. Like they feel, uh, you yes, you know, like they want it, but then they feel yep. like it has to they have to step up their game to to yep. to serve. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, I think that there's a there's a coaching you know moment. There's some coaching yeah, processes through there. Mm-hmm. You know, but the other piece to remember is that your syndication can be as broad or as small as you like. I mean, you can syndicate right. to five sites or ten sites if that feels most comfortable. Or like me, you can go for you know a hundred or more. It just depends on what yeah. feels comfortable to you. Yeah, and so that means that you also have control about how you're building your business too, doesn't it? Correct. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I love that you bring that up because I think there is that piece where people can get a little stuck around, oh, I actually can be successful and it's looming on the horizon and uh, am I ready to step into that? Um, right. So um, I'm glad, I'm really glad that you brought that up and shone the light on, on that um, particular uh, fear that I think um, you know some solopreneurs have out there when they suddenly realize you know, they, they, they're doing all the right things now and, and things are starting to happen. Absolutely. And then it feels like, oh, my gosh, am I ready <laughs> for it to yeah, happen? exactly. When you've been fighting all that time, struggling all that time to get to where you are, and now it's like, oh, it's there. Can I handle it? Yeah, but, exactly. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So what's the next key? Key so number five. The, yeah, number five. The fifth key is using uh, great calls to action. And a call to action, very simply, is just giving the visitor or the reader or the viewer the next step to take. It's something like, for more tips, come visit my blog. Here's the URL. The thing that I see, though, often is that people create really fantastic content, but they never actually tell the reader what to do to get more. Mm. So the visitor enjoys the content and then leaves, and that's all that happens. Right. Wow, isn't that such, it's such a simple thing as well, isn't it? But it's it ab- such a powerful one. It is, and so and so the thing is, is is there's a, a quote, and I think it's by Picasso, and it says that if you want people to do something, you have to tell them what to do. Mm. I know, and, and I, I, you know, I say this to my clients, and and sometimes, you know, it sounds like we're being, um, uh, what's the word, um, pushy. <laughs> Pushy, <laughs> pushy, and you know, like, uh, um, like, like telling someone what they they kind of already know, you mm-hmm. know. But it's it, it's it, it is the reality of that. People need to be um, kind of. It, it's more about creating an awareness for them. It's creating an awareness that they have a certain choice or direction that they can take once they've read your article or whatever it is that you can guide them to make a choice. I think that's really what it is, isn't it? It, abs- it absolutely is. And and I think that, you know, we look at ourselves, and, like, I know for myself, if I read something and I really like it, I naturally want to know more because I'm curious. I like to yeah. seek things out. I take the action. But I, I think the mistake is in thinking that everybody's like us. Mm. And so we need yeah. to tell them. We need to tell them how to get more if, if they would like. And it's really their choice. They can still click away, you know, they can choose not yeah. to move ahead, but at least at least give them the choice. Don't don't not give them the choice and then wonder why they don't do anything. Yeah. 
Well, and I think it's important as well, Rasta, because um, we don't know what people have on offer. Correct. You know, we don't know how they work or, or what it is that they're inviting us to or what they'd like to, how they'd like to be working with us. So I think it's important from, from both ends, you know, to be really clear about, um, you know, what it is that you want your potential clients to do so that they can um, make that choice for themselves. Absolutely, and and they yeah. and they want to be guided by you. I mean, if they've adopted yeah. you as their expert, they want you to tell them that this is how you would you know you utilize my system. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. The word I was looking for is patronizing. Mm, so, patronizing, so that's yeah. the thing. I think it, it's it's, and I find sometimes that I feel like I don't want to come across as if I'm 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 mollycoddling or patronizing someone, but. You know, if you can, and I, I, I know that there's probably a belief in that for me somewhere. You know, that um, some limiting belief in there that's creating that form for me. But it's really recognizing that you're offering a hand out to that person. You know, and 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 saying, come and come and explore with me. So, uh, absolutely, and because the way that I look at it, Louise, is I look at it like giving somebody the recipe, but then leaving out one ingredient. Mm-hmm. Which is not fair, is it? No, it isn't fair. I mean, how are they going it's to make your painful. fantastic? How are they going to make your fantastic lemon tarts if you leave out that they need to put, you know, sugar in there? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That I like that. That's a great description, Rashna. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, what's key number six? So, key number six, and this is going to be another one that might uh, create a little bit of discomfort, <laughs> but it's it's about it's about tracking and measuring. Um, one of the mm-hmm. things that separates me from other business coaches is that I emphasize very strongly tracking and, and measuring. The reason mm-hmm. for this is it moves your business from feelings to facts. Mm-hmm. That measuring your your data it gives you the, it gives you the information you need to make sound business decisions. You know, I have a very strong um, respect for my intuition, and I have equally strong respect for what the data of my website shows me. Yeah. It, it's interesting, Rashna, because, you know, I'm getting to this point now where I'm really starting to look more at, at the facts and statistics and things like mm-hmm. that, measure, measurements. And what it really does for me is it actually um, helps me to see that what I'm doing is actually creating results yes. you know, rather than just wondering. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so crucial, Louise, because when you take the time to monitor the numbers, it'll help you keep showing up to do your work because you'll exactly. see the small it'll help you'll see the small changes and improvements even when yeah. you feel subjectively like nothing's happening. Yeah. And I think also what's really helpful with it as well is that when you see something happening, it gives you the opportunity to just tweak what it is that you're doing Absolutely. to see if, if that makes a slight difference. And if you're not aware of that, then, you know, you don't you don't have the wherewithal to make that change, you know. Absolutely. So you just carry on doing what you've always done and wonder why nothing's changed or, or nothing's happening. That's right. Absolutely. In fact, I just was uh, working with us on with a client where we did a, um, a heat map of her sales page. Mm-hmm. And she was wondering why not enough people were signing up. And a heat map basically tracks where people are looking and how long they're spending there and where they're clicking wow. on a page. Yeah, and it's it's a very, very cool technology. But, you know, it gave her a lot of really good data. And I told her, I said, you know what's happening on your sales page is people are not going past your second paragraph. And in wow. that second par- uh, uh, before that second paragraph, you have no order links. 
So you're not going to get any orders because people are never going to the order link. Right. Wow. And so, and so we were able to take that data and do a rework of the page, which actually began to to make her some make her more sales. So, so you know, again, it sounds super geeky, but you know, there's people who can help you. It, it and it's really information of of what you need because, like you said, and this actually goes into key seven, that when you find something that works, you want to do more of it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and the and the. The challenge is, is that for many creative, heart-centered, you know, entrepreneur types, we're not happy with the status quo. When something, yeah. you know, something's working, we want to do it faster, bigger, better, or something. Um, but, but really, if we look at the data, we look at the numbers, we look at what's working, we often will have clues about what we should do next. And that's really about, you know, cementing or um, or making, you know, real sort of the, the benefits that, that are coming to us from all the things that we're doing. Yeah, wow. It makes so much sense. It really does. I'm really taking it up a notch, I think, when we when we start looking at this stuff. It, it just makes a huge difference. So very exciting, very exciting, Rashna. So I know that you um, have a, an invitation to the listeners um for a free call that you're doing, Rashna. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Oh, yes, I would love to. Thank you. You know, I always like to have something to invite people to. So my invitation is to come and spend some more time with me learning about using content, generating traffic, and measuring your results. I have two ways that you can do that. The first is a free one-hour class that I'm holding next week on September 22nd, and it focuses on using content, psychology, and marketing to get more people to your preview calls. And so it's it's really about the three keys to attracting more people to your preview calls. And uh, you can learn more about that at budurl.com slash fillyourpreviewcalls. Awesome. I if, think there are going to be many people out there um, who are going to be interested in understanding what that takes. And um, I'm I'm going to be all over that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, perfect, perfect. So I'm going to be so all over that like a hot rash, <laughs> <laughs> like white on rice, right? Um, and then, and then the second the second invitation I had is that if you're not doing preview calls or they're not your thing, then I would just invite you to sign up for my free e-course which is Seven Keys to Being Profitably Popular, and it will give you some more detail about the keys we discussed today. And you can access that, you can access that at uh, budurl.com slash seven keys profit. I've got seven key to profit. So oh, sorry. Whoops, make seven, sure. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Seven key to profit. I wrote that down wrong. My fault. Okay, awesome. So that's the number seven. So yes. budurl.com, the number seven key singular to profit. So um to make sure that you can sign up on, on Rashna's uh um list to get that information. Awesome. You can I'm sure you're gonna be sending out some great information with all these things we've been talking about, Rashna, so I'm excited and and I'm really um looking forward to um listening to your your free training next week. That's gonna be fabulous, I'm sure. Thanks. Uh so, Rashna, I, I want to thank you so much for being here today. And if you had one um, golden nugget to leave our listeners with, what would it be? Um, I think the golden nugget would be to – actually, it's probably two, two small golden nuggets, if that's okay. 
the first, awesome. The, the, fir, the first is Two golden to, like this, worth yeah. more than one. <laughs> so the first is to focus on profitability and to really look at ways, all the tools and strategies you can use to increase your profitability. Um, and then the second is that when you find something that's profit, profitable for you, uh, do more of it. Do as much as you can of it. Awesome, Rashna. And I'd like to add a golden nugget to that as well. And that is that, you know, if we, you know, profitability can sometimes be a little bit of a turn-off to a lot of us uh, soul-driven business owners, the word profitability. And so I just really want to leave you with this idea that, you know, if we don't look at that aspect of our business, we don't look at it from the point of view of creating, um, you know, um, prosperity for ourselves and creating that income, you know, that's going to make uh, our lives easier, you know, then we're not going to be able to do what it is that we love to reach the people and serve them the way that we want them to, we, what we want to. So this is really, really, really important um, and, and to get the benefits of, of what you're doing out into the world. So that's what I want to leave everyone with as well. Thank you so much, Rashna, for this fabulous conversation um, I'm excited at the prospect of what we're going to be doing together and um, and how you're helping um, create that bridge for us uh, soul-driven business owners um, when it comes to, you know, putting our toe in the water of um, technology and really using it um, in a way that's going to make it easier to fill our practices and, and our programs. So thank you so much. And thank you, Louise. It's been wonderful to spend this time with you, and I'm very excited about what we're going to be doing together. Yeah, great. All right, so um, that is uh, all we have today on quality versus quantity and uh, building a a pre-qualified community that will buy from us. And next week, um, who do we have next week? Uh, We have an amazing uh, spiritual uh, entrepreneur who has written a beautiful book, and I can't find the information right now. <laughs> so you'll have to keep an eye out for that. Make sure you sign up on my website, um, keystoclarity.com, and um, we'll make sure you get the uh, up- update about that. It's a fascinating conversation. I heard this woman on another radio show, and um, I know that you're going to find what she has to share really interesting. Um, so make sure to uh, uh, to get that information um, sent to you on that. That will come through to you next Wednesday um, on first thing in the morning, um, just before the show, just to let you know what what's on for that day. So do that. And then the last thing I want to just share with you as well is that I'm going to be doing a free training too, and that is all about visibility success. Um, So what I'm going to be talking about is the three key steps to take first to attract your ideal clients with ease and powerful results. So, you know, it's just amazing to me the number of clients I see who miss these steps and create a lot of anguish for themselves in their businesses in the first few years, and it just takes a lot longer to um, to create the success that they're looking for and reaching their ideal clients. So I really invite you to come to this free training, and uh, you can sign up by going to keystoclarity.com, 
forward slash events forward slash visibility success. So that's keys to clarity.com forward slash events forward slash visibility success. I really hope to see you on the call and to share my wisdom around visibility and how you can um, do it really well and, and with powerful results um, by uh, by joining me on that call. All right, everyone, have a fabulous week. It's been wonderful connecting with you again today. And here's to your shining success. Take care, everyone. Bye, Rashna. Bye. Bye everyone. <laughs>